Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's a nice day. <coughs> yeah, it's beautiful out. Exactly. I am a little hungover, not gonna lie. <laughs> but if my parents ask me, I'm gonna say, no, I'm fine. What are you talking about? Right. And the best way to beat a hangover is to keep drinking. That's so right. So what are you drinking? I'm drinking um, like a mimosa, but with like peach juice. So it's a Bellini, I guess. Oh, fun. Yeah. I'm having my grapefruit beer. Nice. Which is delicious. Love it's it. It's a fruit. So then four, it's okay that we're drinking at 10.30 a.m. I don't... It's a Saturday. I don't know what you are. <laughs> like, it's five o'clock somewhere. Actually, probably isn't. <laughs> Is it? Would it? Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Time zones fuck me up, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, this is Bookaholics Anonymous. I'm Francesca. I'm Alicia. And we forget to do an intro almost every single week. That That is our that is our stick. Yeah. For sure. So how are you? What have you been up to this week? Um, nothing much, really. Um, just same old, same old. So nothing, nothing really new. I am getting ready to go home um, next week. So that's fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting. For your birthday? Uh, yes and no. Like, yes, because my birthday is coming up. So I like to spend my birthday at home with, with the parents. But um, also, like, Memorial Day. Yeah. So it's like a, a long weekend. So. Yeah. Gemini Queen, you get two <clears throat> crowns for your two faces. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Everyone's just jealous. <laughs> that was a good one. I came up with that on the spot, too. Mm-hmm. It's funny, actually. I really don't believe in astrology all that much. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. I think it's interesting, but like, I don't put that much stock into it. But I, ha- I have a friend. Her name's Nicole. Shout out Nicole, if she's listening. She is like super into astrology and like studies it. And so she gave me a reading like two weeks ago. That's very interesting. She told me that my reading Mm. was like, she told me my reading is probably the most accurate reading she's ever done. So I was like, wow, that's, it it was pretty accurate. I will give her that. Most people, when they see my chart, um, kind of, their first reaction is to go, oh God. So (laughs) I don't know if that says a lot about me. But for those of our listeners that know astrology, my sister is like big into it. So she told me my my big three. Yeah, same. My sun sign is Aries. My yeah. s- moon is Scorpio, and my rising is Aries. And anyone know- that knows me, those <laughs> knows that's very true. I'm a lot of Scorpio and Aries in my chart, and um, it's a lot. Like, which makes sense. Anyone that meets me knows I'm a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> mood. Yeah, mine, my, my sun is obviously Gemini, my moon is Capricorn, and then my rising is Leo. So That makes a lot of sense. Because mm-hmm. the way my sister explained it to me is that your sun sign is where you're, what, what sign you're born into, like the one you tell people, but your yeah. moon sign is the one that you're like, you actually are, that you yeah. should actually identify as. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I... Like, some Gemini stuff, I'm like, that is so accurate. And also, I tend to get along with Geminis really well. Like, every Gemini mm-hmm. friend I've ever had, we mesh pretty, pretty, 
pretty good. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Especially if you're a May Gemini, as of, as of I am. You and my mom would Perfect. get along very well. She's a May Gemini. What can I say? It's the best Gemini is May Geminis. Nope. Be careful there. Chris Evans is nope. a I'm June saying it Gemini. with my whole chest. Oh. Chris Evans, get out of the way. <laughs> I'm sorry you weren't born at the end of May. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, you're so funny. But yeah. Yeah, she did my whole reading. Our, like The reading took like two hours because like I'm friends with her, so we kind of like mm-hmm. sh- shot the shit <laughs> while doing the reading. But it was fun. It was a good time. But anyway, do you want to jump on in? This is going to be a really short episode, which I'm excited about because mm-hmm. I feel like every once in a while you got to throw in a short one in there. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I'm really excited about it because this week I'm actually shaking it up and doing a graphic novel. Ooh, we haven't done, we actually, I don't think we've done one of those yet. No, I don't think so either. So I'm doing Heartstopper by Alice Oseman. Ooh. And I have all, I have the three that are out in the U.S. <laughs> Currently, I have the fourth one coming in from England soon. Wow. Yes. Some reason their publisher, I think it's Scholastic, yeah, because it's graphics. Yeah. Um, some reason, whoever publishes them in the UK and Scholastic over here, they don't line up the release dates, which I find very perplexing because, like, they don't have to do any sort of editing because the books take place in England. So, like, Mm -hmm. they don't edit it for, like, to Americanize it at all. Um, so I find that choice interesting, just that they've decided to have different release dates. Mm-hmm. That is weird. It is. I would love to know, like, the reason why. Like, it's probably something I'm just not considering. But, yeah, it's very perplexing to me because the third one literally just came out earlier this month. I, like, pre-ordered it off of Barnes & Noble. And the fourth one came out earlier this month in England. So I was like, what is... The holdup. Like, why are we... This makes absolutely no sense. But Also, yeah. can I just point out, I love this shirt. Thank you. I'm wearing a Fearless um, Taylor's Version shirt. I just got it in the mail yesterday. I am I was looking at it, and f- I can only see the top half of her, because we are mm-hmm. on, on FaceTime. You're right. And all I can see are from her elbows up. So yeah. for the whole time, I was like, what kind of fish is that? <laughs> um... <laughs> And it's not a fish. No, just Taylor Swift. I was like, that's a very interesting choice of shirt. What what kind of fit? It's not a fish. It's very 2009, which like, or 2008. Yeah, which is what they were going for. So I had to buy it because it was so 2008. I was like, I need it. You're so So. 2000 and late. That's right. But she got that boom, boom, pow. Okay, you have to cut that out because that was (laughs) really hot. I'm keeping it in. I'm keeping it in. So, yeah. I'm only going to do volume one. I have, like I said, all three volumes that are out in the U.S. But I felt like if I did volume two, we might go a little long. Probably not, but whatever. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. So, we start off. Like I said, this is set in England. And I know, right from the bat, I am setting myself up for... And British accent from you. And I'm just accepting Aww. that right now. Well, actually, speaking of <laughs> my British accent, I, I texted you about this earlier this yeah. week. Um, I found out that my British accent, according to my father, I disagree, is so bad <laughs> that he gets irrationally angry when I do it. 
So yeah. naturally, now whenever I talk to him, I just stop talking to him in a British accent. You have and to now. He just gets so viscerally angry <laughs> for like no reason. My yeah. mom pees her pants laughing when I do it. She As gets she even. Should. She gets. It gets. She laughs harder when my dad tells me to incessantly shut up. Right. And I'm like, I don't know what the problem is. I don't think it's that bad. <coughs> I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> so if you guys can let us know if my British accent's actually shite. Yeah. I, that was that was shite. That was, I mean, was not I good, but. feel like I am no authority over British accents. I do an absolutely terrible British accent because I don't even attempt it. So <laughs> it's not good. But the more yeah. often I do it, I think the better I'll get. Um, I do it at work, too, <clears throat> on the Sunday mornings when I'm working. Mm-hmm. And one time I was doing it so much that my boss was just like, put her in the basement. We're done with her. I'm Lock done. Her up. Take it's her like, away, what boys. my real voice? Hmm? Hmm? But yeah, so it's set in England. So it's set in England, yeah. And also, um, I'm just going to put that out this out here. I know nothing about British, like, schooling. So don't come at me for not knowing any of this shit. I don't live in England. But yeah, I don't know anything about the schooling, really. Like, I know there's, like, years instead of, like, grades. But Mm -hmm. I don't know how the years line up with our grades. So, everything I'm saying is going to be, like, a rough estimation. I think they should line up, like, pretty... Because I don't know how they do preschool and kindergarten. Mm, So that's where it could be off by a year. So that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. But so we start off and it's like January. So um, we start in January. They're in school. We have our main character, Charlie, and he is making out with this guy named Ben Hot. in the li- in the library right away. Triggered by the name Ben. But that is just a personal, <laughs> personal reason. OK, but like that's like every... Book girls like fantasy is to make out with a hot guy in a library. Am I wrong? I, no, you're not wrong. He's living all our hot girl like fantasies. I mean, good for Charlie. Yes. Go off, King. <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes to an all boys school named Truman's, and they've just instituted a new vertical form group, which like I'm not really sure what that means, but I'm like assuming this means you get like a new schedule or something. That's what I'm assuming. Yes, because I watched Bad Education starring Jack Whitehall, which if you have not watched that show, especially you, Alicia, if you have not watched that show, you it's need funny to... because I got that mixed up with Sex Education. Sex Education is also a great show, it's but Bad Education show. is so mm-hmm. fucking funny. And I think the way that, and like, and they, it's literally about a teacher. So like the whole right. show is like set on a, in school. Right. They talk about being like form A, form B, form C. Right. And right. I think like. I think I'm taking that as like a track, you know? Yeah. I think for like, I think he was teaching form C and that was like considered like the special need, like oh, special students. Oh, 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 okay. 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 So like. So I guess it's just like. like honor students would be like. Form A. A. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. I think. Do not quote me on that. Right, right. But like we're that's just, we're, what I thought. We're just Americans. Yeah, okay? we're just I'm shitty sorry. Americans. Exactly. Although I don't know why I would need to know about the British like education system. I don't live there, but come at us if you want. It's okay. <laughs> so well, isn't Canadian 
education system kind of the same? No, as it's the it's like ours. They oh, don't it do is forms. Yeah. Ah. The more you it's, know. It's a little different because they say like, "Oh, I'm in grade ten, not in tenth grade, or like a sophomore." So yeah. it's like how it's like very similar to um, England, but like mostly it's like the same as ours. Not gonna lie, like mm. the more you so, know, the more you know. So yeah, so they're in new like vertical form groups, and Charlie is like going to his new form. And he has to sit next to this guy named Nick, who is, like, a grade above him and, like, not really in his crowd. Charlie is kind of, like, he's got, like, two friends. He's, like, quiet, but he's still kind of popular. Like, people know him. Like, you you knew that kid in school, right? That he was, like, quiet, but, like, everyone liked him because he was nice, you know? Yeah. Right. So, like, that's Charlie. And Nick is, like, the rugby player, like, you know, all, like, the, the athlete, you know. So they're made to sit next to each other, and over the next week, um, they don't really say much to each other, except for, like, Nick is, like, trying to be, like, nice to him, and, like, you know, just trying to make a friend. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't blame the guy, but Charlie's, like, kind of suspect about this, because he was outed last year, the last school year, mm. um, not by his own admission, like, he, someone forcibly outed him. And he had a lot of, he like underwent a lot of bullying for Ugh. being, for being gay in an all boys school. Ugh. And so that's why he's like kind of sus because the people who are bullying him are obviously like people like Nick, you know? Yeah. Also, I've been having a lot of dreams about being back in high school, which oh, this was no. almost like 10 years ago for me, which mm-hmm. is like disgusting to admit. Right. Same. Um, so, like, I feel like maybe I was manifesting this or having, maybe. like, premonitions that this was coming, but... It, I bet you. I've been having, like, nightmares, not even dreams, like, nightmares about being back in high school, and it's not a good time, folks. Yeah, I've had, like, not recently, but when we were still in college, I would have, like, occasional dreams about being back in high school, and they would, like, make no sense. Oh, it, it wasn't even it, in college. It's now that I'm out of, like, far out of college. Right. And now, when it's so long ago, like, I've been having this recurring nightmare about this time I went to a Sweet 16, and she had, like, a live band came, come in. Yeah. And we were all sitting around watching them. They were good. They were good. And some of the girls got up and started dancing, and I, I wanting to fit in, wanted to get up and dance with them. And the bottom of my dress got stuck in my underwear. And I pretty much flashed everybody without knowing it. And as I got up to dance, the moms were like, okay, it's time. Like, everybody sit down, sit down, sit down. And I was like, what? And then um, at the end of the party, that's when I found out that I literally flashed my booty shorts that I got from Pink that said something <laughs> no. on the ass. I don't even remember. Oh, no. To the whole party. Oh, no. And that is my reoccurring nightmare. Wow, the audacity one of many that no girl was like, "Hey, girl, like." No, because I didn't have friends. In case you didn't realize, but like that's just like a nice thing. Like I would have done that for like anyone. Thanks. Hm. Wish I could say the same for the people that were at that party. Oof. Yeah, like anyone, like literally some literally anybody. Yeah, like literally some random girl walking down the street. I'd be like, "Hey, like just to let you know." Yeah, You're I like, have like reoccurring nightmares about that. So. Oof. Yeah, it's the so trauma I feel for me. It's, it's a lot of trauma. <laughs> so I feel Charlie's pain. Yeah. Not I that I was bullied would. for this, nor was I ever bullied for my sexual orientation. But the nightmares, are they still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I actually like well I knew you would you would you would feel his pain, but also his friend who's coming up, you're definitely like you should fan cast yourself as him. Like that's your self insert for this book. Okay, for perfect. Sure. Love that yeah. for me. Yeah. So a few days later, when Charlie and Nick are alone, Nick makes like an offer to be friends. Meanwhile, Charlie like tries to ignore Ben, who he's making out with in the library pestering messages after he tells Ben that he like he doesn't want to meet up with him anymore because like he I think what happens is like he catches Ben with his girlfriend and is like yo what the fuck you have a girlfriend yeah and you're making out with me like something's not adding up here mm-hmm. so Charlie's friend Tao Zhu which is the guy who you're gonna self-insert yourself okay. for this book more so like the next book which I'm uh, sadly not going to be talking about, but, like, in the next book, like, Charlie makes a comment that's, like, oh, and if if Tao says something mean to you, like, he doesn't mean it. Like, just, that's just how he is. And I was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's not Francesca. That's me. That's how I, like, you know how, like, people say, like, oh, he's bullying you because he likes you? Yeah. I hate that that's, like, how I work. But, like... (laughs) Yeah, I do same. it to everyone. It's not just if I like a boy. It gets worse if I do because I'm a child. But yeah, I'm just mean to everybody. So don't take it to heart. And and that's how it should be. Thank you. So Tao tells Charlie that he's concerned that Charlie is like going to fall in love with Nick because they've become like like close friends at this point. And he's like, I just I want you to be careful because Nick is straight. So, like, you cannot be falling for a straight boy. Mm-hmm. Which, so, like, you know, Tao is just being a homie. Yeah. Who as he should. Him? Right. Exactly. So, now February comes around. And Nick saves Charlie inadvertently from a run-in with Ben. After he's, like, Charlie's trying to avoid him, right? Mm-hmm. And after this, he offers, uh, Nick offers Charlie a place on their school's rugby team. And Charlie is like, uh, Sports? Are we sure I'm not Charlie? Because we know my track record was sports. <laughs> yeah, but Charlie's like a runner. He like Oh yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> exactly. 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 You know yeah, me. Because like this like scene happens, like he sees Charlie like running and PE, I think. And Charlie's the fastest runner and the PE teacher makes a comment like, Come on, we've do- been doing this all year and no one's been able to beat Charlie. And so Nick is like, you know, we need some more rugby t- uh, players and like we need people who can run fast, obviously, because that's part of rugby. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to ask Charlie if he'll be on the team. Why not? We're like, we're buds. We're bros. Maybe he'll do it. So he asks and Charlie accepts. And over the next few weeks, Nick teaches Charlie how to play rugby because he like doesn't know how to play. Which Oh my God. Is it like a training montage? It, yeah, it kind of is. We like, have to add that to the list. Right. Why? It's very, very cute. But it's yeah, it's basically a training montage in book form. Like it's like three pages. Love that. So yeah. So Nick teaches Charlie how to play. It's very like wholesome. We love, we stand. Mm-hmm. And after practice one day, Charlie goes to see Ben to end things once and for all, because he's been texting him constantly and he's like, Oh, you're on the rugby team, right? Like now? And Charlie's like, Yeah, he's like, just come meet me in the music block. And so Charlie's like, I'm just, I'm going to meet him. We're going to just put an end to this because I'm done like with this man's. Uh. So Charlie goes to meet up with him and he goes off on Ben and tells him that he's the one who's, who's scared of getting caught and that Charlie has nothing to lose since he's already out. Yeah. 
Um, Ben is not out, obviously. He has a girlfriend and lied to Charlie, so. Yeah. So he ends his rant by telling Ben that he knows he doesn't give a shit about him and was only hooking up with him because he was the first person available because, like, he's the only gay boy he knows. So he's like, oh. And that's on God. Right, literally. Get him. Yeah, Charlie just... We love when main characters stand up for themselves. Yeah, he the confrontation skills he has, I am so envious of. Because <laughs> you have zero confrontation skills. I have skills. none. And that's why when you need to confront someone, you text me. Because mm-hmm. then I write out the confrontation for you, so all you have to do is this copy is and paste. This is this things is that's actually happened. This is true. This is true. Even though she's scared to even copy it, much less paste it, <laughs> I tell her <laughs> to do it. I just hate confrontation. I would rather be miserable. <laughs> I'm I'm not like I, I'm not actively looking for confrontation, but like I have taught myself that I cannot let other people like walk all over me if it's going to make me uncomfortable. And that is why I have no problem telling people how I feel. I wish that were me. <laughs> <laughs> She says that she's chugging her drink. Yeah, because that's the only time I can confront people. Is when she's drunk. drunk. Yeah, and it's really fun to watch, honestly. So, Charlie's going off on him. She's like, you don't care about me. You're only hooking up with me because I'm the only gay guy, out gay guy you know. But Ben is not having it because he's a dickhead. And while denying it... Right. While denying it, Ben tries to forcefully kiss Charlie. So, we're just getting some sexual assault up in here. Trigger warning. It doesn't happen because the fellow nosy bitch he is, Nick, Nick. follows Charlie and upon seeing this, swoops in and saves Charlie from Ben and like pushes him off and is like, get the fuck away from him. I don't know what the fuck you think you're doing. We love, love to see it. So I'm picturing, um, I'm picturing like the characters from Sex Education, but then you keep saying Nick and I keep thinking of Nick Miller from New Girl. And <laughs> it's just like these two teenagers and this adult coming in like, stop it. <laughs> and it just gets 10 times worse in my head. It makes it better because like, actually, Nick is actually like supposed to be blonde and like, like, uh, like an athlete. Like he's like a broad shouldered and like, mm-hmm. like kind of like a football player because he's a rugby player. So it makes it funnier picturing Nick Miller. Because Nick Miller is like... <laughs> not that. English professor vibes, you know? Yes. Like, no, not even like dumpy English professor yeah, vibes. Like exactly. Dumpy. I, I don't... I hate to use this as like an adjective because there's nothing wrong with going to community college. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, um, I can say that. I went to community yeah, college. But like you think of like the dumpy community college English the professor. community college professor who does not care and he's only there because... He just needs to make a couple more years until he can retire. Yeah. So he just does not care at all. Yeah, that's the vibes you get from Nick Miller. Yeah, exactly. But Ben is, or sorry, but Nick is like... The complete opposite. Yeah, the complete opposite. <laughs> and a <opposite>. teenager. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, there's that part too. <laughs> so Nick reassures Charlie and like walks him out of school and we end part one with Nick driving home with his mom from school thinking about how cute Charlie's smile is. We'd love to see it. Oh my god, is he is he a is little he? <laughs> For all you listeners, we're doing, doing like, the, the hand. hand motion. Is he a little I guess we're gonna have to see. <laughs> so part two uh comes in and Nick thinks back to Charlie's coming out 
and some of the nasty gossip he heard about him like 10 months prior when he got forcibly outed. Nick then spends probably like 10 minutes working up the nerve to check up on Charlie after the Ben incident, which like mood, same. Even though like this is still confrontation, it's just not like as big confrontation. So he ends up doing it. He follows through. And although Charlie is fine after confronting Ben, he t- basically tells him the story about how he started hooking up with Ben and that, and it is like not good, like at all, <laughs> because Ben was clearly using him since he found out that um, he was gay. And then Charlie like knows this because he found out he's a girlfriend and he's like hiding it. He's been like hiding it this whole time. He's been his side piece, basically. <laughs> so Nick tells Charlie that he'll kick Ben's ass um, if he ever gets near him again. Aww. Um, which I put hashtag just bro things. <laughs> two, ga- two bros sitting in a hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay. That's that's Charlie and Nick at this point. Or Char- yeah, But Charlie they're not gay yet. No, but yeah, that's right. Because two five feet apart because they're not gay. I mean, Nick's not gay at this point yet. Yeah. At this point. So, Spoilers. Point. <laughs> so the next day, Charlie and Tao talk about Charlie's crush on Nick. And Tao is like, adamant that nick is straight i mean like he gives off lax bro vibes so like for our listeners that don't know what a lax bro is it's a lacrosse player that is like kind of a douche yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but he also gives off like surfer vibes yeah so that's what a lax bro is yeah he gives off lax bro vibes like just like (laughs) i heard that phrase since high school right he gives off lax bro vibes because of his friend group so, like, Tao is yeah. definitely just, like, judging him off of his friends. But, like, I don't know. I feel like that's a little valid because it's, like, if you're friends with shitty people, people are going to assume you're shitty, too. Yeah. That's just, like, my two cents on it, you know? I agree. I concur. Right. So, but Charlie tells Tao that he can't give Nick up even though Nick he knows, like, Nick is straight. So, I know. Shake my head. So now when March rolls around, Nick uses his dog Nellie as an excuse for Charlie and Nick to hang out together outside of school or rugby for the first time. And all I'm saying is that Nick has moves because I too would also be swayed to go to someone's house (laughs) to meet their dog. (laughs) This man's a genius. Me too. Smart. He's smooth. You got to give him that. So as he's, um, as Charlie is over there, they, of course, ramp up the pining and the cuteness, but also, of course, nothing happens because we're only halfway through the book. <laughs> <laughs> when Charlie gets home, he admits to his sister, Victoria, that he fell for a straight boy. And oh. I thought that was really funny because I'm like, God damn it. That's the worst kind to fall for. I know. And as a straight woman, I can say that. Exactly. And as someone that's fallen for a Ben, you can say that too. <laughs> exactly. I really can. I really can. I feel it. So the weekend after, Nick goes over to Charlie's house and we see their relationship become more physical. But not like that, you sickos. They are just <laughs> housing slash like play fighting. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. You sickos. You sickos. They're teenagers. That's illegal. I mean, it's not for them, but it's illegal well, for us Charlie's to think about. Only like, I think Charlie's only like 15 at this point. And how old is uh, Nick? And Nick, I think, is 16. 
or I think he's 16. They're 18 months apart. So he's depending. I don't know when his birthday is. He's 16 or 17. I love how specific that is. Well, because it's in the book. There's like a yeah. comment he made, like basically calling Nick old. And he's like, I'm only 18 months older than you. But Charlie's birthday is in April. So this is March. So he's about to turn 16 the next month. So I think that means hey, that... He's an Aries. The chaos. Yes. So I think that means, like, Nick is probably, like, 17? I don't know. Yeah, that would make sense mm-hmm. if he's 17 because they're 18 months apart. Yeah. I don't know. Maths. The maths were never my thing. <laughs> so, yeah, that would make sense. Anyways. <laughs> Later that night, when Charlie falls asleep, Nick... Um, they're, like, together watching a movie. Nick no. reaches for Charlie's hand to hold, but then chickens out because he's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but also, like, it's okay, baby girl. Like, it's fine. You sweet baby angel. <laughs> um, so he wakes, like, Charlie wakes up, like, right when he's about to reach his hand. And he's like, oh, did I, like, fall asleep? And Nick is like, huh, yeah, um, I have to go home because it's, like, late. My mom's, like, going to wonder where I am. Um, um, but so as Nick is leaving, he gives, like, Charlie a hug. And after Nick leaves, Victoria, Charlie's sister, is like, mm, homegirl, I do not think he's straight. <laughs> bestie. Mm, bestie. We're getting a I'm little. I'm afraid to tell you this. <laughs> Hand motion yeah. vibes. Bestie, I'm afraid to tell you this. Bestie, Actually, I shouldn't be afraid to tell you this because we want him to be gay. Exactly. So then, in gay panic at home, Nick does what any good Gen Zer would do. He spends his night on Google searching if he's gay. <laughs> we love to see it. I just think of um, the scene in Degrassi. Where one of them, I for, uh, I forgot his name. Shit. Nice. But nice. he Google he literally Google searches if he's gay at school. <laughs> and it was like the funny, like it was supposed to be an emotional scene, but it was very funny to me. Because it's Degrassi. Yeah. And Degrassi was, I haven't finished it yet. I'm still working on season nine. It's okay. But... I never finished it because it kind of gets like bad. It gets repetitive. Yeah, exactly. So, we then go into April, and as Charlie is riding the bench during a rugby game, shout out to our my fellow bench warmers. Great movie. It is a great movie. Love that movie. Charlie texts Tao that he thinks Nick might like him back, and but Tao texts him back um, and says that he asked around about Nick, and people have said that he has this crush on a girl named Tara Jones, and he's been crushing on her for, like, three years. So, that really puts a damper on Charlie's spirits. God like, damn wow, it, Tao. I know. But, like, at the same time, I would also tell him, too, because, like... Yeah, I know. You gotta be real with your homeboys. You really do. See, that's why I think you're Tao. Uh-huh. So, after the game, Nick barrels to the bench and hugs Charlie to celebrate their win. This causes their rugby team mates to speculate about what's going on. They're like, they def- they're like Nick definitely like has a crush on Charlie, right? Like you guys are, are seeing this too. But they're all like scratching their heads about Nick's sexuality because but is Nick gay? Like one of them even like mentions like Nick doesn't look gay and their coach like literally sneaks over, like just pops out of nowhere. Which <laughs> like that is how coaches work for sure. Yeah. She like comes up behind them and is like, Oh you dickheads. No one looks gay. 
Also, also, it's rude to speculate about people's sexuality. Get lost. <laughs> Thank you. That's literally what I was about to say. I was like, um, how about it's none of your fucking business? Right. Like, but at the same time, they're lie. teenagers and they don't give a fuck. Right. So. I was going to say, I'm not going to lie. As a teenager, that gossip is pretty good. That is like the hot goss when you're a that teenager. That is the hot goss. nothing else to talk about. Exactly. So, like, they're in high school. I get it. But also... It's rude to spread rumors like that. Like, it's yeah. all good to be like, oh, I wonder if Nick has a crush on Charlie. And like, it's another to go it around telling people he has a crush on Charlie. Right, exactly. Like, it's all good and fine to like, within your group of friends, be like, oh, I think, like, think Nick likes Charlie. Like, like, oh, they should get together. Like, I don't know what they're waiting for. Like, that kind of thing. Mm. But to like, actively spread it around to people, it's not the move. Yeah. So. Is that what they do? No, 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 they don't. Okay. So they're not doing that. They're mostly just, like, talking to... Bet- there's Each three of them. Up. Yeah. And they're just like, ah, oh, like, Nick definitely has a crush on Charlie, right, guys? Like, you seeing this, too? And they're like, yeah, but, like, Nick's not gay, is he? Like, has he, like, said anything to you guys? And then the other guy's like, well, he doesn't look gay. And that's when the coach comes out and is like, yo, no one looks gay, you idiots. Oi, <laughs> you dickheads. Oi, you dickheads. Exactly. So, meanwhile... Nick invites Charlie to Harry Green's party, who's, like, part of his friend group, but, like, his, like he's not super close with him, but he's part of the friend group. You know, mm-hmm. he's, like, one of those people. And because he doesn't want to hang out with the rest of his friends that'll be there, he asks Charlie to go along, so that's why he's inviting him. And Charlie's like, mm, but there's going to be, like, 200 people there, and I'm not going to know anyone. And Nick, like, whines some more and about it, Me. and since Charlie is whipped... He agrees. So <laughs> me just whines about it a little more until I get what I want. Yeah, he's like, but I don't want to hang out with those people. It would be more fun if you're there. And so Charlie's like, okay. <laughs> so Charlie goes to this party and pretty quickly finds Nick. Thank goodness. That's like my number one anxiety stressor is going to new places by myself where I have to meet someone and find them. Like, yeah. I already have the anxiety of finding the place and then finding parking, but then I gotta like find, find the you. person. Absolutely right. not. Absolutely not. No, it's a no from me. So while they're talking, the birthday boy Harry, because this is his birthday party, drags Nick over to see Tara Jones. Even though Nick is like, uh, n- no thanks. Like I'm really like not into her anymore. I'm super not into this. Right, but but Harry's like, no, you like. You liked her all of year seven and year eight. Like, you have to go and see her. Like, blah, blah, blah. So, he's just being a dickhead. Mm -hmm. Um, So, we find out that Tara is a lesbian and is in relationship. So, whether Harry knew this and didn't care or truly, like, just did not know, it's up to debate, in my opinion. Like, Mm -hmm. he's kind of a shitty person. And I would not put it past him for him to be, like... Oh, yeah, like, I know this girl is a lesbian, but I know my bro has, like, a crush on her, so maybe he can turn her straight. Straight. Like, one of those people. Yeah, exactly. So, like, in my opinion, I think it's, like, up up for debate whether Mm -hmm. or not he's one of those people. So, Tara says she's noticed that Nick is close, has been getting close to Charlie, and if anything is going on there, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And she tells him that she's like here if he wants to talk about it and this makes nick realize charlie is nowhere to be found (laughs) and yeah and so he makes a dash off to try and find him 
luckily he tracks him down in like the main area where people are dancing. I think it's like the ballroom because this takes place in a hotel. I don't know. Like this seems like rich people shit. So. <laughs> what would I know? Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. We actually, funny enough, had this girl in my school who, when she turned 16, had like a huge sweet 16 at a hotel and invited like everyone, everyone. Wow. Rich people but, like, shit. Not a lot. I don't think a ton of people went. I think maybe only like a hundred people went and like that. I mean, that's not, if you're inviting my whole school, the whole school's like 800 to a thousand people. Damn. Because there was about like 200 like less than 200 but just for math per sake, grade 200 yeah. per grade so yeah it was an interesting time <clears throat> she invited me i did not go because i was 15 and i was like i don't know anyone going that makes my anxiety sore anyways yeah <laughs> so we find out that while nick and tara were reuniting charlie ran into ben oh who, fuck who tried to apologize to him again but Charlie puts him in his place. Like by, he should. Like he should by telling him to leave him the fuck alone and like shoving up, up against like the wall. Like basically like, sh- just like pushing him up against the wall and is like, leave me the fuck alone. So Nick tells him that he's proud of him. <laughs> we love to see it. And afterwards, Nick and Charlie end up it, um, like exploring the hotel like and basically finding an empty room in the hotel. And as they talk about how crazy this place is and how rich Harry must be, the convo turns a little more serious as Charlie asks him about Tara. Um, Nick is like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Absolutely not. He's like, I have to make sure that Charlie knows. I do not like this bitch. And so he's like, no, I I don't like her like that anymore. Like, yeah, we kissed in grade eight, but like, that was it. I, I don't have a crush on her anymore. So then Charlie is like, side eye emoji, do you have a crush on anyone else at the moment? Oh my god! Yeah. And Nick tells him, like, uh, yeah. And Charlie's like, oh, what's, Who, me? what's the... Right. He's like, what's the girl like? So Nick tells him, well, ma- what makes you assume it's a girl? And then Charlie starts really going in on this poor man's and asks him, <laughs> and asks him like, straight up, like, oh, would you go out with someone who wasn't a girl? Or furthermore, would you kiss someone who wasn't a girl? And then Charlie just gives no fucks and goes for it and straight up asks Nick if he'd kiss him. And they finally kiss and it's so (laughs) cute. (laughs) We love to see it. But they're sadly interrupted by Nick's friends calling for him um, because Harry wants to see him after he left Tara. Oh, fuck off, mate. Literally. That was and Australian. I don't know where that came from. All the accents this this episode. For free. <laughs> it's all free. So I said, sure. So Nick is like kind of panicking and he leaves to be with his friends. And the book ends with Charlie alone in the room saying he's sorry to himself. Big sad. And that's it. That's Aww. the end of the book. Yeah. That's so cute and sad. It's very sad. It's very, very sad. Ugh, the gay panic. The gay panic. What can I say? Wild. That was good. That's cute. I like right? that. Yeah. It's it was I love them. As I as you can tell since I have all of the co- all the volumes. Yeah, right. That are currently out. I th- I love the spines too cuz they kind of That all is like really cute. Align. But yeah, the third volume is like bigger. It's a hefty like, boy. Yeah, it's like 
300 pages, I think, or something like that. Wow. Which, like, yeah, 350 pages. So, I can't wait for, for volume four to come in. I'm so excited. Is that the last one, or is she doing more? I think she's doing a fifth one. Hmm. Too, but that might just be, like, Goodreads just putting it up there. Yeah. So, I don't I don't trust coming books on Goodreads. Because <laughs> anyone, any old person can add that in. So. Yeah. But, yeah, and that be the end. That Unfortunately, at the end. end on a sad note, but, I mean, I think you can, like, infer, since there are two, three other books, that it all works out in the end. <laughs> But any other news updates? Um, I finished re- my rewatch of Shadow and Bone. And? It was fantastic the second time. <laughs> love that I for love you. I love all my husbands on that show. What can I say? Love that for you. We have to finish watching Big Brother so we can watch season eight of Survivor. Yeah, I know. We, are, we made it, what, halfway? We were, like, halfway through Big Brother. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm on... Season 13 of Survivor right now because yes. shout out Kayla. She made me a list of yep. which seasons of Survivor I have to watch. And I made her a list of the seasons of Big Brother she has to watch. She's still working on the first season of Big Brother. Yeah, I'm about five 30 episodes per season. See, I think this is an unfair trade off because Survivor only has like 14 episodes per season. Big Brother has double that. But to be fair, she has a shorter list than I do because she there's no, there's not 40 seasons. Right. It's only once a year. It's not twice a year. Yeah, but it's, like, hard to, like, pay attention that long when, like, you're on the same season. Yeah. For 30 episodes. I didn't write the shows. Big Brother, I'm just saying, maybe you should cut it down to, like, 20 episodes. (laughs) Like, some of this stuff could be snip, snip, snipped. Snip, snips. Cut the fat. Yeah, so now I'm five seasons deep into the list she gave me, so... Because... My ADHD ass has to do two things at once. I have Survivor on in the background while I'm working. I love, love to see it. Yeah. But anyway, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bookaholics Pod. You can find me on Twitter at French Toastics with an X and on Instagram at Francesca Hope. And where can they find you? You can find me on Goodreads, Alicia Reads 13, or on Storygraph, just Alicia Reads. And we'll see you for the next one.